This is the John Favreau's My Daddy podcast with Jessica Garcia and Monica Montoya. Monica, what's wrong? My fucking God. What did you do? I burned my tongue yesterday and I just drank hot ass tea. You dumb bitch. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disrupt our flow. You dumb bitch. That's very aggressive from someone of your stature. (laughs) You're too low on the socioeconomic class. So you are too low on the socioeconomic flagpole. I'm going to fashion week to call me. watch your mouth from prada to nada that's all i have to say to you wench no i'm nada to prada the sequel the concubine that sits before me is not the one that i met hi hello hello how are you Hello, Cleor. I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine, Ima. Ima, no, the condensation. <laughs> you dirty mongrel. We need to watch that show at some point. Yeah, I f- I've only seen that one clip. You it, know that H2R? That TikTok of that guy being like, Ima, no, the condensation. Cleor. Cleor. Oh, God. It's too good. Oh, God. It's like that thing in Fantasmic when Pin- in Fantasmic in Pinocchio when Pinocchio is like oh no it's the guy it's the Jiminy Cricket guy and he's like Pin Pinocchio it's so disturbing that you sh- did that shockingly well I did can you just make yourself sound like you're underwater at all times no <laughs> I have to really think about it do it again uh, I can't no. <laughs> the Prisha in- <laughs> the Prisha <laughs> Let's all go to the Morvies. <laughs> Back to the theater. The theater. Oh, God. If you have not seen Nicole Kidman do the, uh, the like, pre-trailers trailer. You don't even need to go see. I mean, go buy a ticket to see the movie, obviously. But Jesus. leave after she announces it because you won't see anything better than There's that. There's nothing better than Nicole no. Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Uh, walking down in her stilettos in the disgusting-ass AMC. In, the gl- in her glittery silver pinstripe suit. It is genuinely a sight to see. How much did AMC pay Nicole? I feel like they paid her a, a lump sum. Or they were just like, Nicole, we really need to do this. We really need to get people back in theater and she'd like I'll do it for free or Pror Barnard Pror Bar- <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I'm hurting it hurts me when you do things like this does it it, it does I think you like it uh, okay. okay what is today's episode about Jessica today's episode is about everyone's favorite holiday right um is it Halloween nor is it Christmas nor is it Easter no we're talking about valentine's day today because valentine's day is coming up soon everyone and even if you hate valentine's day i think you'll love all these movies oh i think i think you'll adore these movies you've either seen them already and love them or you have never seen them before and will love them. and you should love them there's no in between yeah we did pick a little bit of a theme i mean obviously valentine's day is the theme but we chose unexpected romance yes romance in the most unexpected fashion yeah and it's these three films that we will be talking to you today for score in my thesis ago. i will stop not everything is graduate school oh. 
You wouldn't know because like you're not in grad school, but it's, true. it's fine. That's true. I didn't even feel it. I didn't even finish college. Yeah, fuck you, <laughs> you dumb bitch. Yeah, that's Where what we call go? a callback. That's not true. <laughs> did you go to USC? Fight on. Fight on. Fight the fuck on. What's his name? Thomas the Trojan. Tommy Trojan. Am I thinking of Thomas the Train? Yeah, and you're there for the sixth of Tommy Trojan and his horse traveler. Ew. <laughs> that that is not as sexy as the USC marketing team thinks it is. Traveler. Ta- Tommy Trojan and his horse the traveler? No, not the tra- it's just traveler. Traveler? That's, That's even name. worse. Like sea biscuit, but traveler. That's disgusting. <laughs> What was that, that? What was that movie? Tobey Maguire was in Sea Biscuit. It was Sea Biscuit. I think so. Was it not Secretariat? Or was it My Dog Skip? It was Secretariat. <laughs> it was. It was about a. It was about a hoss. A hoss. I'm gonna go see Equus. a man about a hoss. It was. It was not Equus. <laughs> it was not Equus. I wish a lot of things weren't Equus. Was it Spirit Horse of Dreams? Spirit. Um. What's the one about the Cimarron? Stallion of the oh, Cimarron. Stallion of the Cimarron. Voiced by Matt Damon. Oh, dude, no way. Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. He narrates Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, the one that inspired the um, wild and reckless flavor at Baskin Robbins. 31 flavors. <laughs> Love that flavor. <laughs> Better flavor than wild and reckless, which is also a sorbet. Everything at Baskin Robbins is a sorbet. <laughs> I don't know sure, why. It's, sure it's a sherbet or a sorbet. Also, also, I refuse to pronounce sherbet correctly. Sherbet. It, what's it called? Sherbet. Sherbet, shut the There's fuck no up. There's no second R. No. Yeah. It's French. Sherbet. Shelby. Shelby. Either way, we'd be wrong. <laughs> Stop. There's Wild and Reckless, which is by Spirit. Spirit by Spirit. Spirit by Spirit Airlines. Mark Jacobs. Mark by Mark Jacobs. <laughs> and then the uh, other Sherbert or Sorbet is the blue one. Uh, from Surf's Up. Surf's Up. Uh, that one's, I think, I don't know, Blue Lagoon. I don't fucking know. Uh, Blue Lampoon. O- ocean. <laughs> ocean National Vacation. Moon? I don't know. What's it? What is it? Wait, Aaron, what is it called? We research it. We did. Hurry well, up. It's, ex- it's not expired. It's um, retired, it's expired. isn't it? No, it's not. It's, it is retired. It is. But while the reckless is still there. It stands the test I know that this time. is really important to all of you that we get the facts. Of Wild and Reckless is the purple one. Surf's yeah, the purple up and one. orange and green one. Yeah. yeah. Surf's up is blue and white. Surf's up. It's the one with Shia LaBeouf and uh, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Splish, splish splash. splash. I was taking the bath. Saturday night. And we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to the show. <sighs> okay, Monica, I think we should get into the movies. I agree. What anyway, do you think? Uh, I, agree. I hope you all fall in love with these films. <laughs> There's so much that I hate about you. But Me too. That, that made the top of the list. The, that reason. I do copywriting for my job and our Valentine's email. I'm just like, Fall in love with designer style. Stop. <laughs> Pat's self Stop. on the shoulder. <laughs> Guys, good work. 
She went to USC. Yeah, baby. This oh, is God. what they teach you. This is what they teach you. This is what Tommy the Trojan teaches you in your private tutoring sessions. Ew. <laughs> I don't want to know. Okay, Monica, tell me about the first movie. I shall. Since you didn't write me a history of Valentine's Day like I requested. You didn't fucking request it. Well, if you had requested it, I would have written it. Anticipating but needs is supposed to be one of your professional strong suits. It would have <laughs> been a written and I did not write it because you did not ask for it. <laughs> okay, fine. And it was a written on the stone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, tell me. Our first movie today is Harold and Maud. Harold and Maud. Harold and Maud. It came out in 1971. It was directed by Hal Ashby Screenplay by Colin Higgins. A novelization by Higgins was released alongside the film. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. They had a book called Harold and Maude. That's cool. It's basically the exact same thing, except there are like a few little, you know. Except on pages? It, on, yeah. Not not the software by Apple. Like the, the real, like <laughs> on pieces of paper bound Piece together. Pipa? What some might refer to as a book. Pipa. Yes. This cult classic pairs Bud Court as a deadpan, disillusioned, 20-year-old obsessed with suicide named Harold. Wow. And the <laughs> lovable Ruth Gordon as a fun-loving 80-year-old eccentric named Maude. They meet at a funeral and develop a taboo romantic relationship in which they explore the tired theme of the meaning of life with a fresh perspective. Perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus points to whoever knows where that is Why from. didn't we do Ratatouille? for this unexpected love between Linguini and Remy. I was going to say between Ego and Remy. That's true. Honestly, <laughs> Remy and anyone, Remy can get it. Remy can get it. I feel like he exudes so much sexual Sex energy. He has big dick energy for sure. He does. For he and Pete rat, Davidson. Shocking. Have, yeah, they're basically the same. <laughs> the same I feel like Pete Davidson <laughs> could play Remy the rat in the live action Ratatouille. <laughs> No one would bat an eye. The one coming in 2023. He does look, it look up. rather rodent-like. He does, doesn't he? Something about the teeth. Maybe. And the beady eyes from all the weed. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> Absolutely true. Okay, back to Harold and Maude. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please. Jessica, this was your pick. This give, was my pick. Give us give us your overarching Okay, well, had, had you thoughts. seen it before? I had not seen it before. Okay, I had seen it once before. And I liked it the first time, but I was like, nah. I thought it was a really good movie, but I had no interest in watching it again. And then when we talked about doing like an unexpected romance episode, I was like, Harold and Maude's like one of the yeah. most shocking romantic films ever. And it's one of the most like iconic romantic films ever. Yeah. And The Graduate. And The Graduate. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, and also, I feel like in the spirit of um, a lot of people screaming about like controversial age differences. Oh, God. And then this being a film that everyone loves. I was like, mm, let's watch it again. Let's explore this. Shall we? We shall. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess Jessica's feeling saucy today. You know, I'm feeling spicy. Um, no, but honestly, this movie, just like right off the bat, is such a unique film and it's so beautifully shot. Like there's some really, really beautiful cinematography. Cat Stevens did the entire oh, soundtrack yes. and scoring for this movie. So iconic, so good. And you're like, oh my God, this is so happy. And it feels like kind of folksy. And then like the whole opening scene, you're just like, yeah, I'm ready. And then fucking Harold is writing a suicide note and pretending to hang himself in front of his mom. And then his mom is just like, Harold, stop it. <laughs> you know, this movie, <laughs> this movie received the most insanely mixed reviews by critics because a lot of people couldn't handle the fact that he was like toying with or like talking about suicide in this like yeah it's a it's very much a black comedy yes it is very much a black comedy there's a lot of like insane 
exploration of like what it actually means to be alive and what it means Mm -hmm. to be like not like not feeling positive about yourself but being okay with yourself being very neutral with yourself yeah and that is something that was not like explored very much Mm -hmm. it's either you are in absolute like you are tortured by the very thought of you being alive yes or you are you think you're the you think you're the shit Mm -hmm. that's basically like the two the two lines that we cross yeah for movies like this but like in this movie we're just talking about someone who wants to feel okay with himself <laughs> like yeah. just wants to wake up one morning and not have any kind of thought mm-hmm. true neutrality about him being on earth basically yeah yeah and i also think it's about like taking control of your life in whatever way that means to you because then on the other side of that we have ruth gordon who's amazing in this movie i think she won an oscar for this movie or she was nominated um I'd believe it. But anyway, (laughs) she's amazing. And she plays fucking almost 80 year old, um, mod. And (laughs) so like Harold fucking hates life or rather he doesn't hate life. He just doesn't like see much joy in it. Yeah. And whereas she finds joy in kind of everything because she has the ultimate control over everything in her life because she just is truly making of it what she wants yeah she she's squeezing the salt yeah. out of the lime. i don't know that's not that's not a metaphor she's squeezing the salt out of that lime oh god oh god Maud. erin didn't like that one. Oh, that's not a good image but she she loves life so much because she can do whatever she wants with it and part of that is choosing how she dies which is very shocking and surprising for a lot of people i think but in this movie it's like kind of beautiful that like she can have a say over every aspect of her, her life, including how she wants to leave it. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It's, it's, it romanticizes that aspect for sure. I think for a lot of people who have anxiety, that's a really daunting, daunting thought. Yes. That like, oh, okay. Oh, I have control over everything in my life. Oh no. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, maybe not. Through a conversation between her and Harold, you see that like she she came she's from europe like she was really fucked up by the various wars and saw a lot many a lot of tragedy and so i think her having control over her entire life plus how she dies when she watched so much death um when she was younger is like beautiful and a nice journey for her i don't necessarily want to do it for myself but you know yeah if you could die in any way how would you die in my sleep in your sleep yeah okay okay yeah i don't want anything too dramatic oh i also want my body to be nice and preserved oh wow like with lotions and everything well i mean ideally i would have just put on like my night serum so i'll look pretty nice in the morning oh my god no but i don't i don't want to you know like you'll you will not be a spring chicken no but i don't want to fall to my death and then if my family doesn't follow my wishes and plant me into the ground and turn me into a tree like i want if instead they say fuck grandma and put me in a casket i want to look like myself rather than like you know (laughs) look like yourself rather than you know than if I had fallen off of a building to my death or something like that splat how would you want to die I don't want to know like genuinely I don't want to know I you didn't ask me if I wanted to know you choose how would i choose oh, if i could choose yeah probably so unexpectedly and violently 
like so you want some drama oh yeah but like that's what i mean when i say like i really don't want to choose like if it's like i'm kind of standing in the middle of the street i'm like crossing the street car hits me instant death that's like that's nice want to get run over by the yeasty boys (laughs) i mean that'd be nice if i die burr me inside the gucci store do you know what i mean like that's the vibes i really just when i die i just want the people that knew me to like do with me what they will right you know if you want to cremate me i feel that turn me into a diamond baby i'll sparkle that's fine sparkle I've seen people turn people's ashes into all kinds of shit. I know. It's kind of crazy. I could be beads. I could be made into a necklace. I could be beads. (laughs) I could be a tree. Bitch, I could be a water cooler. That would be something. Reincarnation, baby. That's all. That's it. That's not the same thing. That's all I need. (laughs) It's just my ashes in new form. Matter to matter, ashes to ashes, and you know the dust other to one. Dust. Yeah, that thing. Dust to dust. What the priests say. What the priests say. <laughs> what Father Ike says. What Father Arturo says. What all the fathers say. <laughs> anyway, oh. anyway. Um, but the reason I like the love story in this movie so much is mostly like the the I guess how it happens, the journey to the love. Oh, yes. Shall we say? Oh. Because um, Ruth Gordon. Maud is fucking insane. She like steals everyone's cars. She's so crazy. She's wild. I love that bitch. <laughs> if you watch this movie, literally just watch it for Ruth Gordon. She's like, amazing. She's amazing. She really embodies this like, I, I hesitate to say quirky because that really doesn't do it justice. No, she's it's ex- just- She's not even eccentric. She's like her own flavor of human that is so fucking bizarre. Yeah. That all, like, it's like watching a car crash. You just cannot look away. Yeah. You have to keep staring at it. You have to know what happens after. You you have to. She wears the weirdest clothes and she makes like weird art. Like she makes like smell art. Yes. She has an olfactory machine, which I don't think that's a real thing, but it is in this movie. She doesn't give a fuck no she's she's the best and she meets bud court harold at a funeral fittingly yes um because they both love funerals they both unite through death yes exactly but they aren't like what i appreciate about this movie is it's not trying to be like there's such a big age difference but they met and they fell in love no it's like (laughs) they met at a funeral he thought she was fucking weird. She was just like, you want to be friends? And <laughs> then they became <laughs> friends and they like steal cars together and shit. And then he realizes like, this is a woman who loves life and appreciates life. She's about to be 80 and she appreciates life more than anybody he's ever met in his entire life. And then he starts to fall in love with her. And you can tell that like it surprises them as much as it surprises the audience, yeah. which is why I like it so much because it's not, it doesn't feel like manufactured, I guess. I mean, it's what everyone, it's why everyone loves it so much. It's such a universally beloved story. I I literally know like seven different people who have told me that Harold and Maude is like either their favorite movie or their favorite book. Mm -hmm. Like for some reason, (laughs) they love this story. Mm -hmm. And it's a a lot of the reason is because like Maude and Harold Mm -hmm. are both just these individuals like floating through space that happen to find each other at this most inopportune time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, of course they are at the, at the polar opposite ends of life Mm -hmm. and they somehow managed to find each other and through shared experience fell in love. Yes. Right. It's really not like, it's not that deep. 
they did not like find each other and then all of a sudden like everything was okay they found each other and then slowly realized that they loved each other mm-hmm. but not because they were trying to love each other not yeah. because they like saw each other and went man i want to marry that bitch someday like that's not what happened well and and like the ultimate message of the film is that like even though they love each other and have this beautiful connection and relationship it's still not something that makes her not want to end her life Yeah. because for her she's like yeah you're a lovely addition to my life but you're not my whole life i'm not going to change my plans for you or like change what i want for you whereas he's like why aren't you doing this for me and then when she does actually die i think he realizes like oh i life is about myself and like i can take control and then he there's that beautiful ending shot where he like drives to the cliff it's beautiful it's so pretty and that cat stevens song plays I had that song stuck in my head for a week. Forever. Forever. It's so good. (laughs) Again, like I I know like three different people who have that soundtrack and score on vinyl. (laughs) If you want to sing out, sing out. (laughs) If you want to be free, be free. I uh, I want you to know that my last note on this is just in all caps. Himself was his most expe- unexpected love. Bro, I'm going to drop everything and go to school now. <laughs> this is what I'm missing. I'm going to get into hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt so I can get like you. I'm only in $40,000. I know, but yeah. I would be in hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt if I did. Fair. <laughs> You'd be like, no, I must go to Harvard. I must go to Yali. <laughs> I must be a bulldog. <laughs> I'm going to Oxford and you can't stop me. Bulldogs. bulldogs. Aaron, just try to stop me. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Eli Yale. That is, that's how I would go. And I would 100% like put all, put like all of my clothes and shit on like my FAFSA money. It would all get really oh, messy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would all get very, my accountant would be like, what the fuck? What did you do? <laughs> Your accountant, Jeremy. There would be some embezzlement, some fraud. It I is think, what it is. I think if we ever get to go to like England together one day, we should go to Cambridge and pretend we're students oh and God. see how long we can fit in. Oh yeah. Are you down for this con? I'm absolutely down for the con. <laughs> I'm down for any con. To be I love honest. a con. I love a con. We're I, like the Brothers Bloom, except <sighs> much yes. less violent. Oh, that was such a good movie. Go listen to our, uh, what, who was that? Um, Ryan Johnson episode. Ryan Johnson. That I was, was about to say Mark great... Ruffalo. We haven't done a Mark Ruffalo episode. No, we haven't. Should we? He has a lot of good TV stuff lately. Like Tell that's what us. he's been doing. That's really good. Also, like I refuse to do the Avengers. Yeah, absolutely not. Los Avengers. Los Avengers. I mean, like I, I just, I just don't want to. Yeah. Also, like I don't want to do anything by Joss Whedon. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you hiss at me? I hissed at Joss Whedon. Oh yeah, I, we all, we all Joss bite our Whedon. thumb at him. We really do. Mm, yeah, I bite my thumb at you, sir. Mm. And then yes. also my index finger and another finger. <laughs> but I don't bite that one. I just pull it out. And just put it up. Yeah. Put it in your face a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joss. What kind of fucking name is Joss? Idiot's names. Idiota. <laughs> okay. Should we move it? to the next movie? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> the second film is my personal favorite. Ugh. Ugh. My personal fave. Ugh. Love this fucking movie. Ugh. We've been wanting to talk about it forever. Uh. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. 
The second movie is My Best Friend's Wedding, came out in 1997, directed by PJ Hogan, screenplay by Ronald Bass. Oh, so or good. Or is it Bass? Oh, it's Bass. All I'm about that, Bass. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Yet another reason to hate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Okay. Childhood friends Julianne Potter, played by Julia Roberts, and Michael O'Neill, played by Dermot Mulroney, had a deal. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you have something to say about his name? I have nothing to say. Okay. Had a deal to marry each other if they were still single by age 28. Now, four days before her 28th birthday, Michael announces that he's marrying a gorgeous 20 year old named Kimberly, played by Cameron Diaz. Suddenly realizing that she's actually in love with him, Julianne vows to stop the wedding at all costs. However, when she is appointed maid of honor, things get even more complex. It's like crazy. The details in the movie are crazy. It's a the twists, the turns. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. This is not the Incredicoaster. <laughs> the okay. twists. The turns. <laughs> um, first of all, because this episode will be going out before then, I must encourage you. Please watch it. Please watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I this this movie is being played at Cinespia on Saturday, February thirteenth. Oh, I wish I could go to that. Or is it Sunday? Someday, uh-huh. February thirteenth. That's the that's Sunday. Okay, it's Sunday in the evening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If you want to watch this movie for the first time honestly i'd recommend going there it's so fun you can smoke weed if you want to you can buy disgusting caprese sandwiches if you want to you can eat stale m&ms if you want to you'll sit among some headstones and you will pay like 200 dollars for all of it it's so good and and in this movie there's not one but two musical numbers (sighs) Yes. yes one at the beginning and one as a surprise what <laughs> and the one at the beginning my favorite part is that none of the cast is in it none of them it's some random it's ass a random people. group of people singing wishing and hoping and thinking and praying <laughs> and then it goes into the movie and it has nothing to do with it, it but has we love it nothing anyway nothing to do with the movie it is 100% there because the director was like bruh <laughs> what if <laughs> hear me out y'all what if there was some three people maybe four let's say four let's say there's four people all singing this song and they're all wearing hideous dresses yes what about it let's and everyone's it. like yes please let's do it <laughs> that's the money that's the money right there. that is the money. my favorite part about this movie is that because it came out in 1997 <laughs> this is also a world in which a 27 year old was a full ass established adult it's true who's like a famous food critic and she's I'm 26 and I'm doing this. <laughs> yes, this bitch is Anton Ego. Like, what the fuck? And I also love, they bring her up, they bring out the food to her and she takes a single bite. She goes, I'm writing it up as... <laughs> what did she say? She's she like, says in, like, inventive. Inventive and oh, confident. confident. <laughs> and everyone in the restaurant is just like... Whew, thank God. Thank God. Our jobs are saved. Thank God. Julianne Potter, renowned food critic, 27 year old living in fucking New York. <laughs> thinks our food is inventive oh and creative. God. Can you imagine her like reviewing like Roy Choi? Stop. Enough. <laughs> also, what I also love about this movie is that Cameron Diaz is supposed to be 20 years old and she has the worst haircut I've ever seen. She's supposed to be 20 years old but she's the most grounded 
sensible person of the entire cast. Yeah, she can't even legally drink, but there she is. But there she is. Like making emotionally mature decisions. I know. And fucking Julia Roberts is the one being a big old bitch. She is. So thus begins our analyses of this film. So number one, you should hate Julia Roberts if you if you watch this. Yeah, movie. she's a big old scene. She's next a Tuesday. big old bitch. <laughs> uh, she she does everything wrong in this movie. First she of all, she takes too long to realize that the guy from New Girl is uh, her her soulmate. Who? The guy from New Girl. What's his face? Rupert Dermot Meander. <laughs> Dermot R- Mulroney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She she discovers it like right before he calls and is like, I'm engaged and I'm getting married in a week. Yeah. What and then the she's fuck? like, the fuck? Remember when we vowed to each other to marry each other at 28, 28? Which by the way, it's okay. <laughs> like they should have picked like 57. This movie made me as a child be like, I need a marriage pact to marry my best friend at 28. I don't know about that. I don't think there was ever a good marriage pact age. <laughs> Monica, you're 23 and you're married. It's true. <laughs> you're like, I don't know why I did it. I don't know why. Tax, tax reasons. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Aaron, how does that make you feel? <laughs> anyway, the, the thing that makes this movie amazing though, genuinely, mm-hmm. other than like the, the plot, um, is that the chemistry between Julia Roberts and Dermot Mulroney is like, off the chain sickening it's off it's the fucking sickening chain because he's so cute and she's so beautiful and they love each other so much but he's in love with cameron and cameron has her shit together and she has a billionaire papa and she's being so nice she's she like is. none of my friends i don't have really have any many many friends and like my maid of honor broke her leg line dancing so you should be my maid of honor because you're michael's best friend and i trust him yes big mistake cameron massive mistake <laughs> massive mistake shrimp <laughs> um uh what was i gonna say one of my favorite favorite scenes in this movie is pretty early on when um cameron diaz's character and julie roberts's character get to know each other in an Mm -hmm. elevator (laughs) and cameron diaz immediately reaches over to stop the elevator in order to tell julia roberts how she really feels about her Uh which ends up being you win like you win it's the famous speech like the famous you win speech that came from this movie yeah like he puts you on a pedestal he worships you Mm-hmm. And I get to have him, and that's okay. Very emotionally mature for Incredibly, her age, incredibly, but also so frightening. If yes. a woman did that to me, and she was like, "Emergency brake on the elevator, <laughs> you win." <laughs> like, Take my money. <laughs> I lo- and I love that Julia Roberts is just having a fucking panic attack. Yes. She was claustrophobic in that elevator. Uh-huh. I too would be having a panic attack <laughs> if Cameron Diaz camaron shrimp decided to just stop the fucking elevator and tell me that i won i'm like one what one what what? i'm about to die (laughs) oh god well but that's why the manipulation in this movie also makes you so sad because you're like cameron is just being a sweet bitch yeah and julie roberts is being like a real bitch and you know yeah it just makes me sad it makes me sad but also in this movie is Rupert Everett, who plays a oh. lovely gay addition. 
He does. <laughs> and he just, he essentially becomes her, what it, the I believe the term is beard. Yeah. Yeah, he becomes her beard at one point in the movie. And he, he, he tries his best to act like, her like her straight lover yes her straight fiance and it's so hard because she hates pda uh-huh. right and he hates like you know women yeah <laughs> and so them trying to appear as a like loving couple mm-hmm. is just like it's ending so poorly yes no one's believing them but everyone loves rupert <laughs> Everyone loves him way more than they love Julian. A hundred percent. And everyone's like, yes, this bitch can sing. And then he he is the one who delivers the second surprise musical number. Yes, because he can sing. Yes, babe. he sings a lovely Dionne Warwick song oh, so inside good. of some sort of crab restaurant. I believe it is a crab restaurant. Because <laughs> everyone in the background is wearing uh, the gloves. Yeah, what the, are those called? What are they called? Claws. Yes, claws. <laughs> How did I forget the name? And with a gesture of my claw. <laughs> and he was beautiful. <laughs> Very few people <sighs> will understand that reference. It's fine, it's if fine, it's you fine. do, you're a real one. You're a Mr. Real... Grinch. Oh. Anyway. Uh- <laughs> And that's where it ended for me. <laughs> okay, I have I have two, two more two more notes about this film. Okay, are you ready for them? I guess. Okay, this movie does actually get like into some real feels. It does. It is rather heartbreaking because she does love him so much, and that makes <sighs> you really sad to watch. And you know that he loves her, but just like not in the same way. Or rather, he tried to like give his heart to her previously but she's just not like what he needs. They're just so incompatible. Yeah. Like he needs someone who really is okay with big love mm-hmm. and she is just not, not. No. like she she's like water repellent yeah. like she just doesn't she doesn't adhere to any mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. and so it's really difficult as a, as an audience member to like watch her repel him even though you know that they love each other and they have such a beautiful connection but she's just so unable to replicate that big love Mm -hmm. so it's impossible it's just we would just never work they would make each other miserable yeah and then they have that beautiful scene on the boat where they're like sail like going through this through chicago I know on the Chicago has this like lake. It's like a giant lake river. I don't fucking know. It's in Illinois. Illinois is a state. <laughs> and a, a state is in the United States of America. <laughs> um, anyway, so they're on this boat and like their song comes on, which oh, is the God. way you look tonight. Oh, and yes. My mother cries every time this scene comes on in this movie. Everyone cries every time the scene comes I mean, on. I don't cry at this scene, but it is really sad because you can finally see her breaking down and being like, I'm so in love with him, or I guess in her own way. Mm-hmm. As much as she can love <laughs> as someone. As much as she can in this moment. Um, and he's just like so in love with Kimmy, but it almost feels like in that moment, he's almost like saying goodbye to her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause I think they'll still be friends, but like they can't be in the same way, no. obviously anymore. No. It just can't happen. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. Also, Paul Giamatti makes a cameo. <laughs> he does randomly. <laughs> randomly. He plays a bell bellman. A bellhop? A bellhop. Bellhop. 
Yeah. 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 And he comforts um, Julia Roberts in the hallway in the hotel. Yeah. It's, it's, cra- it's crazy how many times we've seen Julia Roberts cry on screen. I know. It's it absolutely really is. bananas, bonkers bananas. It really is. But it's anyway, spoiler alert, she does not steal him back. No, hunties. She does not succeed. She does not get her mans. But she does. They like, because Cameron Diaz like obviously finds out that like she's in love with him, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously. And she gets pissed about it. But at the end, like they all just kind of like. Let it go. They all just let it go. And they're just like, fuck it, man. The two of us are in love. We're going to get married. And then Julia Roberts loans them the song that she and Michael love, The Way You Look Tonight. And that's what Ugh. their first dance is at the wedding. <sighs> oh, my God. It's so beautiful. What did you think that your first song was going to be when you were like six? When you were like six and you were fantasizing oh about my your God. wedding. And you were like, oh, my God, it's going to be it's going to be toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> I never fantasized about my song until I was a little older, I think. Oh, but wow. I think then I thought it was like some like fucking Michael Buble song oh, or something. No. Mine was Toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you guys finally have a wedding reception, we're going to make an anthem. You'll just hear... Bum, bum, doodaloom, doodaloom. Meow, 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 meow. So inappropriate. twerking. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. Stop it. Probably Stop the it. worst wedding song in the history of all time. Probably. That and like- Well, there might be worse ones. The lady is a tramp. <laughs> no, that's that's definitely not the worst <laughs> wedding song you could have. I wonder what the worst one is. Probably something about death. Oh, dude, probably, probably uh, The Candy Shop. Highway to Hell. By 50 Cent. Blurred, Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines. That is a bad one. <laughs> if you play Blurred Lines at your wedding- it's over. <laughs> Divorce him. Divorce him. <laughs> uh, at that point, you can annul. Annul him. This is true. Annul him. Annul. annul it. Monica, oh. tell us about the third and final film. I will. Oh, man. This was my- This is your favorite. This was my favorite. I love this movie. I love everything about this movie. This movie's a fucking jam. And I'm going to tell it's you about it. Run. Run. No. This movie is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It came out in 2008. Directed by Nicholas Stoller, screenplay by Jason Siegel or Jason Siegel or Jason Seagal. I've heard it pronounced all these ways. I say Siegel. I say Siegel as well. Like the bird. Siegel. I, I like oh. to think of it. He's the Muppets guy. Uh, <laughs> struggling musician Peter Bretter, played by Jason Siegel, is better known as the boyfriend of TV star Sarah Marshall, played by the one and only Kristen Bell. Yes, bitch. After she unceremoniously dumps him, he feels lost and alone, but makes a last-ditch bid to get over it by going to Hawaii. However, she and her new boyfriend, played by Russell Brand, <laughs> are there in the same hotel. Chaos ensues. <laughs> wow. First of all, this movie was shot on the North Shore um, on Oahu, on I think it was called like Turtle Beach Hotel or something. It's beautiful. Like this movie is gorgeous. Yeah, I want to go. Setting this movie is gorgeous. It's stunning. She looks. Everyone looks beautiful. She looks great. Kristen Bell looks hot. Jason Segel looks. He, he looks like he looks how like he looks. Jason Segel. Yeah, and um, <laughs> everyone is just like having a good time. Okay, this was a brilliant movie. He wrote it. I I have no way of knowing if this is like autobiographical. <laughs> Like if this fucking happened to him. Also, right off the bat, first thing I want to say, that is not how you compose TV shows. I mean, it might be. That's just not how it's done. What if that's how he does? Uh, I don't know that that's how he does it. Well, I think that's- Are you a composer? No. 
Mm. But I could be. <laughs> you are very musical. I got YouTube. <laughs> I got YouTube. I, I can, can I can tickle the ivory. I can learn anything. I got YouTube. <laughs> I can learn it there. Um so <laughs> I love everything about this movie. It's got this amazing like <laughs> it's got this amazing bit slash B plot <laughs> about uh Jason Siegel's character. Um, I forget. I literally forget his name. So we're just going to Peter. Peter Bredder. Oh, yes, Peter. Peter has this Dracula musical <laughs> that he <laughs> is working on throughout the movie and eventually puts up mm-hmm. as a real musical. And mind <laughs> you, this is a puppet musical. Yeah, it's like an Avenue Q situation. It's like an Avenue Q situation, but it's way better. <laughs> like... <laughs> I would pay $3,000 to go see this on Broadway. (laughs) Broadway. I love the concept. I love the song. I love everything about this musical. I love that Bill Hader has a small role in it. Die. I can't. Bill Hader's character in this movie is amazing. Oh, he's 10 so out of 10. Good. Fucking insane. His shit on the on the <laughs> Skype on, <laughs> on the video call is my favorite. Hey Peter, look, I'm in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Jason Siegel is an incredible writer. So fucking funny. I think I like his comedy so much because he knows how to take like a garbage moment and somehow make it more garbage without being like like insane yeah it's it's like it it's like it could happen he pushes it to a realistic place yeah and i think about the scene when i show someone like a scene that i think works really well without taking away from like the emotional aspect of the scene Uh is i show them the scene where sarah marshall's breaking up with him at the very beginning yeah and he's naked Oh, you see a couple moments of Jason Siegel peeing. You literally see his wang. You see his wang just that, and front that's and his center. real wang. And that is his wang. Yeah, it's his, this it's big. It's this big. It's this big. It's like 13 crab ragoons all stacked next to each other. <laughs> it's so good. And so I love showing them that scene because it shows him in a really vulnerable position, but taken to a level that is like believable. Exactly. Of course he's taking a shower before his girlfriend comes over Uh because they are going to have coitus. Because she's been away filming. Exactly. Because she's an actress. And obviously he has nothing, like he doesn't suspect anything. He trusts her. Yeah. So why, of course he's going to like drop his towel and be like, I've got a surprise for you. Smack. (laughs) Smack, 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 smack. (laughs) And of course he has to just stand there and hear this news because she has to get it off her chest. So like I applaud that Mm -hmm. scene so much and I show it to anyone who wants to see something that's like, dude, watch this if you want to see two people breaking up, but it's so fucking funny, but you're also depressed for this person. It's really, really funny. But what I like though is that he does manage to come back later in the movie yes like even though Kristen bell is being like a manipulative bitch for quite a while of the movie yes she does kind of get redemption in a way because he realizes like oh i also like wasn't a great boyfriend yeah you know and i think that takes courage to admit something like that because it would have been a really easy movie to just be like fuck her she sucks yeah she's a slut (laughs) whoa whoa (laughs) whoa Oh, there, Nelly. So he realizes eventually at the end, he's just like, yeah, I wasn't a great boyfriend either. 
and like she was a pretty good girlfriend but we also just aren't compatible yeah the end yeah and she and like she didn't understand his dracula musical yes what the fuck man i just don't get it i uh, peter peter uh, uh, it's so good i i, I just don't get it <laughs> No, 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 don't, don't play it again. You don't have to play it again. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Also, this was the movie that like introduced Russell Brand to the world. It was. And then they made a movie, another movie called Get Him to the Greek. Incredible film. About this character. Yes. Plus Jonah Hill. Plus Jonah fucking Hill. But not as the same character not that as Jonah Hill played in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And let me say, Jonah Hill, one of the best parts of this movie. He's so good. He's an aspiring musician. He's like, please listen to my demo. He plays a waiter at, or not even like a seating host. He play, Yeah, he plays a host yeah. at, the, at the restaurant at the resort. Yes. And he just makes it a, makes it a point to make everything awkward. Yes. Like, ma- like He's a massive fan of Russell Brand's character, uh-huh. is constantly asking him to do shit or asking him for advice or coming at the most inopportune times uh. to like deliver him coconut cake from the hotel. Wank, <laughs> wank. Like, and he makes it so fucking awkward when Jason Siegel like pops up over to the table and is like, table for one, baby. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, that's so fucking sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, aren't you going to be so bored sitting there by yourself? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, horrible. <laughs> it's so good. Everyone is a perfect vehicle for their own flavor of chaos. Yes. I also like Mila Kunis in this movie because she's like the perfect foil to Kristen Bell, like aesthetically and also in terms of her character. Yeah. Um, and they make that like abundantly clear. Yeah. <laughs> So initially you're like, oh, he's rebounding with someone who's just like so different from her. But like she doesn't allow herself to be, I guess, the vehicle through which he processes his breakup. It's true. And that's really nice to see, I really especially like, in our year 2008. Yeah. I love seeing the boundaries where she's like, I'm not going to be like your yeah. rebound, your rebound, your rebound, your rebound, I'm not going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> And she just makes it so abundantly clear from the beginning that like she's not, and when she says she's not that type of girl, she doesn't mean like, I'm not like other girls. She means like, I work at this hotel Uh and I live on this island and you don't bro. Like (laughs) we're not gonna form this bond. Yeah. And you can go back to wherever you live and it's gonna be fine. Like we're just here to have fun. We're not trying to make things complicated. Like that is what I really appreciate about her character is Mm -hmm. that she's not like, I'm in love with you, but I'm not like other girls. She's like, I do not love you. <laughs> and I also don't like you like that. She also has her own shit going on. Cause she's yeah. like, even though this is like a paradise, I had a horrible breakup here and things suck sometimes. Yes. So like, you can't just like come here and try to escape and try to like take out your, your rebound feelings on me. Like things are real. Shit's real. Shit's dog. real. My, my boobs are on a picture <laughs> at the bathroom of this one place oh, that's a great and there's scene. nothing I can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> and life, it blows on this island. Life sucks. God, it's not all <laughs> Moana. It's not all Moana. Moana, make room, make room. <laughs> 
Man, I love uh, that movie. Moana's great. We should have done that instead. Oh, God. Unexpected love. Uh, with whom? Maui and Moana. That is gross. I mean, not like romantic love. He's like 60. Not, well, I really. I could argue he's infinite. He, you're right. He's infinity. He's eight <laughs> sideways. <laughs> so he's really just eight. He's eight. <laughs> Oh, uh, I love this movie, man. It's so good. I just, uh, to be, to be honest with you, I just, I don't know what to say about this movie other than the fact that it's you amazing. need to go watch this go watch fucking it. movie. It'll make you laugh. There's so much in this movie that is just like these little nuggets of perfection of comedy gold. Yeah. Oh, if you're God. a Valentine's Day cynic as well, oh, yeah. I think this is like a perfectly nice Balance. kind of romantic movie yeah. that also explores a breakup in like a very real way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think you would like this if you're go- if you're going through something in this t- tough time. Um, watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I feel you though. <laughs> I watch this movie every Valentine's Day. Um, this is like my only Valentine's Day ritual. Cute, but not for any reason. Like I don't spend Valentine's Day doing Valentine's Day things. Yeah, it's not because it's not for lack of desire. I like chocolates as much as the next person. You like it's lint just, to be specific. Yeah, I like lint Lindor chocolates. <laughs> I have one in my purse. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not even that. It's just like, I, they always end up being on like a Tuesday yeah. or something. It is on a Monday this year. I work a lot. And, and I, she hates love. I, it's just how it is. You're right. You just hate that shit. I don't believe in L-O-B-E. Get it out of here. L is for the way you look at me. Bring it home. the sugar. Or oh, I smell. Oh, I said LV. Oh no, Louis Vuitton. Oh no, oh, man, rest in peace, Virgil. Oh yeah, that is sad. Actually, Mom of Psy. Mom of Psy over. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, Monica. We have a question this week. We do have a question this week because and we also have a special audience member. We have a special audience member. I wish that you could do the thing that Aaron does, where he like pushes a button and someone someone applauds. We have a special audience member today. Yeah. Applause, 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 applause. My boyfriend Sebastian is here watching us record. The artist formerly known as the Crab on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, yeah, but we'll call him by his 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 Christian call name. Call me by your name, Sebastian. Once or twice. <laughs> Okay, he has a Valentine's Day themed question for you. My question is, what movie is like a good aphrodisiac in your opinion? You know, <gasps> you watch it, you you start sweating behind the ears. You and know? then you want a bone? Yeah, I exactly. have my answer. Go for it. Oh Monica? God, you're so wow. I'm ready. You're ready. Okay, go share. Uh, Body Heat. No, it's a great movie. Never seen it. Never it's incredible. It. It's it's a crime movie. It's like and it's Bath a and Body Works. Noirish. Um, I forget the actors. William Hurt. William Hurt. William Hurt. Um, and who's the woman in it? Kathleen Turner. Okay, so it's like it's it's a neo noir movie. It's set in the eighties um, in like Miami, I think. So everything is like foggy and damp, and like you can feel the fucking sweat in this movie. And this guy. He's a detective, but he falls in love with this woman and then he gets mixed up in this case about this missing woman and it's like they fall in love kind of and have a really sexual relationship, but then she's also somehow involved in the crime. It's so good. Must watch. Must see. I I guess my answer would be 
Y tu mamá también. Oh, that is a sexy movie, except um, it's sad because she dies. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of a little <laughs> bit like apprehensive about it because like, yeah, but also no. I don't know. That's a, that, that is a difficult question. What movie feels sexy? I guess like Mulholland Drive. Okay. I don't know, dude. I'm giving like the, I'm giving the worst answers. Maybe like, honestly, it'd have to be a boring ass movie. What movie? Because, uh, for me to want to do something else other than watch it, I guess. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, just, I'm being completely serious. Like any boring fucking movie. I'm trying to think about scenarios in which I didn't watch the movie and did something else, and so I'm like, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's her answer, and she's embarrassed by it, so I, she's not saying. Can I it. tell you something? What? I've never seen it. It's not good. The sex scenes are good. Not in like a like a. <laughs> like a way like where a get what you excited. Way? it's like in a way where you're just like this is well choreographed people were putting thought into this oh i'm sure <laughs> um oh i guess like suspiria okay i yeah. really love that movie that's a sexy movie that's a sexy that's a also, sexy movie that's a sexy meatball oh man the meatball is so sexy <laughs> Uh, yeah, I get like, so, okay. um, these are my answers. Like the eat the mama también, uh, Mulholland Drive, Suspiria. So Monica likes her sex with a side of terror. Uh, <laughs> eraser head. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, Ooh, the Muppets is pretty sexy. I'm not going to lie to you. Who do you think is the sexiest Muppet? This is my Valentine's question. Ooh, Swedish chef. Okay. The man can cook. Okay. Okay. Ooh, oh, Pepe. <laughs> is that the shrimp yeah <laughs> okay 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 all right you know fry him up a little he, mm, mm, some cocktail mm, sauce put him on some scampi <laughs> <laughs> little butter little butter butter <laughs> in my bubble bath <laughs> we've okay. got ourselves okay. A, okay. a shipwreck <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Monica, what Davy have you dabbled Jones. in? Um, <laughs> what have I dabbled in? Davy Jones. <laughs> Davy Jones, will you be my Valentine? William Turner. <laughs> I know you hate it. I, I love it and I hate it. <laughs> you're a liar and you're fucking on my ship. <laughs> what is it? What does he say? He's like, William Turner, you fucking... Fucked up my life. <laughs> the F word is not in it. Oh. This is not an episode of Succession starring oh, yeah. Davy Jones. <laughs> He's just like, ah, yeah, yeah. William Turner, you're a liar and you'll spend an eternity on this ship. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, oh my God. Man, I oh. love Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay, Monica, what have you dabbled in? Oh man, what haven't I dabbled in? Uh, Tell us. I very recently hosted... Uh-huh. AKA, well, when was this? Last night? Two nights ago? I hosted. Yeah. That was pizza it. night? Yeah, it was oh, pizza yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, it was pizza night. That was it. I didn't really host. Nah, I didn't host. It was just pizza night. You hosted in the sense that we came to your home. Other than that, there was, I wasn't hosting anyone. You you lit a candle. Dude, I fucking forgot tea today. I don't think that I'm the hostest with the mostest. You're the hostest with the leastest. I have nothing. I have nothing nothing um my nephew was born this week that's exciting yes, that me. is a dabble you dabbled in childbirth no i dabbled <laughs> in being an aunt you dabbled <laughs> in labor i gave birth everyone surprise wow <laughs> 
I don't know how I'd, I think I, I think I sweat a little bit thinking yeah, about that. I know, it's scary, huh? Maybe nor. <laughs> maybe, maybe not right now. Um, yeah, anyway, so I have a new nephew. He's very cute. I'm going to get him a tiny xylophone. Teeny tiny xylophone. Because his older brother has a slightly bigger xylophone that Monica gave From him. From me. I purchased a xylophone to feed my hunger. And uh, <laughs> it was on Amazon. <laughs> Your hunger for what? The tunes. Tunes, baby. The hunger for jazz. For marimba. <laughs> And so I, I bought a Xylo on Amazon. Uh-huh. It was called Child Xylophone. Well, you are That a was child, the listing. So. It was on Prime. It had like a thousand reviews. And I was child like. phone. Fuck yeah. And so I bought it, played with it for maybe one minute exactly. And then uh-huh. gave, it to, <laughs> gave it to Jessica's eldest nephew. The eldest. Named Lucas. Lucas. It's like Luca with an S. Yeah. It's better. That or movie like was Luke terrible. With a that was a bad movie. Luca, did you not see Luca? Sebastian liked Luca. You liked it? Dude, I fucking fell asleep. It was so goddamn boring. No. They got to the town and I was like, oh shit. I haven't seen it. I haven't heard, seen the mermaid movie. I don't know that I like, you know what? I don't like the ocean. Yeah, I don't either, to be I fair. I don't like it. It's too deep. Under the sea, no thank you. No thank you. Crab <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, walk away, baby. Uh, all right, Monica. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, to your significant others. And t- not to your significant others because they just dumped you. And the, we're, we stand yeah, in solidarity. Fuck them. Fuck them. We anyway, stand in solidarity. Um, Watch as- Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll love it. You'll get over that breakup yeah. real quick. Uh-huh. As always, don't, don't sue us, Daddy Favreau. Favreau. Goodbye, Monica. Goodbye. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. <laughs>